up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another week of The Golink Show. My name is Ben. I am the founder of Golink. Golink is a supportive community of growth junkies and life learners who embrace weekly challenges. These challenges are inspired by mission-driven brands that allow that align with our values. So we team up with them, look for new ways each week to level up. We embrace the challenge. That is what we want to do. So if you're crazy like me, which I hope you are, you can tune in every single week and we do weekly challenges, these exciting and uncomfortable new ways to level up. And the Golink Show, this podcast, recounts experiences from the achievers of the world, but not just the success. We delve into the challenges and the struggle that we all face. How do we find the will to push through? What role do motivation, discipline, failure, depression, all these different things, what role do they play in our lives? Let's talk about the process, the ups and the downs, and not just the result. We discuss this and much more on the show. Thanks for tuning in. This week, we have Steph Perpura on the show. She is the co-founder of Powerful You, which is the world's first personal evolution company. She is joining me for this incredible episode. Get ready for it. So alongside her husband, James, they founded the company Powerful You, and their mission is to evolve your perception and transform your life. I went to their first event in November 2018 in Salt Lake City, and it blew my mind. They had people like Mel Robbins, Brendan Burchard, Lewis Howes, Tom Bilyeu, Jay Shetty. Man, you can keep going. Like It was an incredible event, and they're just getting started. And coming fall 2019, they are launching a streaming service exclusively for personal development. That's my jam, so I'm stoked for that. In this episode, Steph shares her story of abandonment, an abusive relationship, never feeling like she was good enough, and a brutal suicide attempt. This sounds dark, and it is. But we need to have more discussions surrounding this darkness to help others see the light. Steph describes the immense pain that she went through. She also describes her path of healing and the practical ways for others to find their way of healing. So my hope is that her vulnerability inspires you to find your own healing path of whatever you're going through. And once you realize that you can choose your life, then settling will no longer be an option. This week's challenge is also inspired by Power For You, so stay tuned for after this interview to hear what it is. Without any other delay, let's get into it. Enjoy. All right, everyone, welcome to The Goal Inc. Show. My name is Ben. We have Steph Papura here. Hi. I'm co-founder of Powerful You. Thank you so much for having me here. Like, for real, I appreciate it. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, of course. I love being in the studio. Um, let's just jump straight into it. Okay. So what is Powerful You? Powerful You mm-hmm. is, um, I'm going to try to give you the best description I have. Mm-hmm. Powerful You was created by James and I because we started out as very broken people when we met. Mm-hmm. And it's our really our way to give back because we were always in personal development, but mm. it wasn't personal development like Tony Robbins because at the time we couldn't afford Tony Robbins you know (laughs) what I mean and so it was our way like we did our own personal development at home you know we sat around at night talking about our issues and like and people weren't doing that I I remember talking to Mm -hmm. my friend on the phone one day and I'm like how do you and your husband like talk about issues like how do you handle (laughs) things she's like what we Mm -hmm. don't talk about issues so I knew that we were different in that way because we we sat down like how are you feeling like what was that Mm -hmm. fight about why do you feel this way what are the beliefs holding you back and really like we had a lot of trauma you know growing up I was Mm -hmm. sexually abused 
you know, you know my story. Mm -hmm. My dad abandoned me. I had a brutal suicide attempt. And those were all beliefs that I held about myself because I didn't think that I was loved. I didn't think that I was good enough. You know, James Mm -hmm. had a lot of abuse growing up and he ended up on drugs and going to jail. And so really it was our way of like bettering ourselves. So we sold our software company and we were like, what should we do? We could retire and go to an island. Yeah. Yeah. We do have a house (laughs) on an island. (laughs) So we could have literally, Uh but instead we said, we want to give back. We want to help people. So powerful you isn't about us. It's about you and Mm -hmm. you and you and everyone else, because Mm -hmm. really I think that there's no one on this planet that doesn't need some type of personal development or growth in your life. Mm -hmm. I think you can always evolve. I think you can always get better. I think there's nobody on this planet. Like, I think if you're saying you don't need growth, I think that you need to look at yourself even more because Mm. you're in denial. I love that. So I was actually having a conversation yesterday Mm -hmm. with some family members and so Golink is essentially we do weekly challenges to like embrace the process, embrace the result and continually improve and love it, like embrace it and truly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And someone in my family, um, there was like, well, Ben, I think it'll change when you're older and you have kids. Yeah. And so I was interested for you. You have five kids. We have five kids. <laughs> right. And so how for me is like, well, I was curious. I'm like, maybe, but I hope not. Like, hopefully I'm developing that right now that. It's always there. Mm -hmm. So what have you guys done or what have you done with like a busy family and jobs and everything? Like, what do you do? Like, how do you, can you truly be growing when you are growing a family as well? Like personally? Well, I mean, I think giving your kids the best example of who you Mm -hmm. are. So you're bettering yourself for your children because your children, you don't say be this you show them who you are and they become that. So it's Mm -hmm. setting that example for them. I mean, our, you know, we have teenagers now and it's like the discussions that we have around the table are probably not the normal family discussions. I love it. Because it's like when something goes on in their Mm -hmm. life, we make them look at themselves because that's what we're also doing. What is your part in it? Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody comes, you know, one of our kids come home and they're complaining about a friend, well, what did you do in that situation? How did you show up? So when we show up better for our kids, they become better as well. That's so cool. So that really does. I I was curious about your kids too, because it's definitely different, Mm -hmm. right? And they're not going to have the same life that you had. Your life, your, your upbringing was extremely difficult. Extremely. So how do you, what are some ways that you guys teach your children? Like, and and yeah, just like, how do you develop them? Like they're not probably not going to have to go through that, but how do you teach them those same lessons that you've learned? Well, I think it was really like we're very honest, like Mm -hmm. with them about how we were, you know, they know my story. They know Mm -hmm. James's story. They know the suffering that we had. Like, I think that teaching them to be grateful for things Mm -hmm. because, I mean, we could buy them anything, but really like showing them how to be grateful for things is the best key, in my opinion. Mm hmm because you don't want to raise somebody that's like entitled and spoiled and just bratty. You know, you always want to be like, please, please always say please. And thank you. Like be Mm -hmm. grateful for the things that you have instead of complaining about the things that you don't have, I think is really big. That's cool. So do you guys do any practical things as a family? Like do you do gratitude practice as a family? Always. Yeah. That's awesome. What does that look like? 
Um, you know, it's just saying, you know, I'm so grateful for this food. I'm so grateful, you know, mm-hmm. just for the life that we get to live. You know, my daughter said to me one day, we bought her a really nice car for her 16th birthday. And she's like, Mom, I think that you always give me the life that you never had. Mm-hmm. And it's true. We do give them that life that we never had. I mean, mm-hmm. James grew up struggling, like, to eat. Like, there's certain foods that he can't eat because pot pies were always on the menu or something really cheap. So it's like even being grateful for the food that you have. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, so I you mentioned something for people who haven't heard your story. Mm-hmm. I don't want to brush over it because it is so intense. Mm-hmm. How I'm so curious, like, how do you heal from that? And once you answer that question, are you still healing from that? Um, How do you heal from it is I think that you have to embrace who you truly are. Hmm. And I think that was very hard for me because I didn't know who I was. I think that I didn't think that people would accept the true version of myself. And so... I think I always had to create a persona of who I was Hmm. because I didn't think that people would like me. Like if I was dating somebody, I'd be like, oh, I like baseball too. And I really (laughs) didn't, you know, because I thought they wanted me to be Mm -hmm. that version for them instead of saying, no, I like this instead, or I like skiing or whatever it is that I like. Mm -hmm. I think I needed to embrace who I was and I need to like different things like James and I, are a lot alike in some ways, but we're very different in our thinking in other ways, but we can come together because we have that respect for each other that it's okay when we're different. And mm-hmm. I actually kind of like that I'm different in some ways than him because I can bring different aspects to the table and so can he. Mm-hmm. So I think that I like that. I mean, the way that I healed was, first of all, just starting to look at, at myself and realizing that I can have a different life. I don't have to be this current version. I hate it when people say, well, I am who I am. No, you Mm. are who you choose to be. So I had to choose to be somebody different. You know, changing your mindset is huge. Telling yourself a different story is also huge. The stuff like it's not easy, like for you. No, it was really hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. Let's freaking talk about it because (laughs) we like, because I feel like we can just, it can be understated. Yeah. Like, okay, I went through this extremely hard time and now. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Like terrible. Mm -hmm. Like I can't even imagine, like I'm getting like goosebumps, not just because it's cold in here, but because it's really cold in here. (laughs) We could probably turn the air off. (laughs) Because it's just like, that's so like, it's yeah. Like I'm almost getting emotional. So can you give us any insight to people? You know, I hope I never have to deal with that, but to give us just some like type of empathy and like an understanding for those for you and others who feel that and how can we help in that circumstance because you do choose who you are yeah but is yeah that's so hard like embracing your story is huge and for me i'll just start out with the vulnerability portion okay Mm -hmm. i always thought vulnerability was weakness i didn't want to be vulnerable and when i met james you know he shared a story with me and i was like do people actually do this? When do did he they? share it? How soon? Uh, three days in. Actually, three days <laughs> in. It. And I stayed. So, <laughs> And he didn't have any money. So I still stayed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, do people really like do this? Like I've never met anyone to share anything that deep with me. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize that I could share my story with him. 
And, you know, and I did tell some family and friends after James, like he was the first person I shared my story with because he was the only person I felt comfortable with. So I think that finding that person that makes you feel comfortable enough to share something, whether it's a friend, a boyfriend, a spouse, like whoever that is for you, I think Mm -hmm. that you should always have that person that you can be, that can be that for you and vice versa. But vulnerability started for me... um, before our first event in November 2018, you attended mm. it. Yes, loved it. And you saw the, the film. Mm-hmm. Okay, so James came to me several months before that and said, hey, we should film our own personal stories, tie them to content, co- tie them to speakers' content, and it would really give you know, the audience something that they could walk away from because there's so many people hurting in this world. Well, at first I was like, okay, all right, I can do that. But when it came time, like... When you're actually shooting it? Well, no, before that, I mm. was freaking out. Like the morning of, I've, I'm crying, I can't mm. do this, you know, this is in front of a film crew. But it really hit me hard when I was like, okay, we're not just messing around in front of cameras. Like people are literally going to watch my story <laughs> in front of everyone. Like I'm just going to mm. have to let it out. And it was so rough for me. Like I was literally crying. Like my eyes were swollen. Like it's still in the movie. Like, whatever mm-hmm. um but when I was done it was like an eight hour film day I was done and I walked out and it was like a September day and I walked out and the sun was shining I felt mm. free like I was just through my arms <laughs> like to my sides and I and James was like what are you doing <laughs> and I was like feeling good i feel so good Mm -hmm. like i just let everything out in front of everyone i know everyone's gonna see it and i felt so good and i think that you always have that opposition that comes in because at the event when the the films were playing you know and Mm -hmm. i'm talking about my suicide in front of everyone i was like oh my god here it is like because one of my biggest issues is Uh rejection because i've always felt rejected my whole life so i was like oh my god everyone's gonna reject me this is gonna Mm -hmm. be so awful and I'm crying in the back. I'm like, please, can you just get somebody to take me to the hotel? And James is like, no, you got to stay. So this during, is our the event. Event, during the event, it was playing. You just wanted to go. I wanted to leave. I was backstage and I'm like, I can't do this. I want to leave. This is brutal. It was brutal for me. But when it's done, we had so many people rushing back on stage. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know, like family and friends. Like, So they didn't even know. Um, some people did, yes. But not to the extent that I gave the detail. the detail of the suicide, like all of it. And so, um, yeah, you can heal. You can. It, I mean, it mm. took a lot of work, a lot of work. And, you know, I mean, I'll be honest, like nobody's perfect. Like you're never going to be like, I always feel like a million dollars because some days like, I say to James, like, I just want to have like a day where I'm just like sad. And he's like, no, you're not going to do that. So we're always holding each other accountable and pushing each other forward. And I love and respect him for that because without him, I don't think I would be here, you know, because I don't think that I would be this level of vulnerability ever. And so, I mean, yeah, it, it took a lot. And I think it takes a lot of honesty and a lot of work and I'm up meditating every day and um, really it's your mindset for me 
it's always about changing my mindset because you know you can you decide who you show up as right Mm -hmm. you could decide i mean you're smiling you're happy but you could show up to be a jerk you could show up to be depressed like i battled with depression a lot and anxiety and anxiety over what people think and i worry about my kids like extra hard and so i i just have to take a step back sometimes Hmm. And do you feel like that's, so do you meditate in the morning? I do. And I'll meditate like whenever is needed. Yeah. You know, Henry, Henry's here. <laughs> uh, we'll do a meditation in the day. James and I, I like it. whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can always just take a few quiet moments. You can always like, you know, if you're busy at work, you know, everyone has a phone. You can jot things down and work on it later. Like I'm feeling anxious about this. Like, you know, start recognizing patterns in yourself. I feel depressed about this. This person's energy is bad. I can't be around this person. I mean, it's just like a lot of like looking at yourself and looking at those surrounding you. Yeah, I kind of want to do, this is kind of funny. I've never done this before, okay. but almost like a vulnerability, like live challenge, like just because for for real though like vulnerability encourages everyone mm-hmm. like i think i heard i i'm not sure if you said it or if i just heard from Brene brown right that she does this exercise like in her netflix talk or whatever like who thinks vulnerability is weakness raise your hand everyone raises their hand mm-hmm. but then it's like okay now put your hand down put your hand up if anyone who shared their vulnerable story today like do you think they are strong because of that like do you respect yeah. and love them mm-hmm. everyone raises their hand Right. And so for you sharing that, like, I know that you hear that, but truly I want you to hear it from me that it does help. Mm-hmm. Like even in this moment, you know? Yeah. And you're right. Like we can choose who we are because even like, I'm so, you know, happy to be doing this in in this office, but still I was like in a funk, like in my car. So I took five minutes mm-hmm. and I meditated. It and, makes a difference. And I, it's funny that that really though, I was like, man, dude, big opportunity Ben don't mess it up and I'm like no nope. <laughs> I was like okay hold on Ben it's like and I took like deep breaths and it's crazy it like, does and I just feel like I feel like a million bucks well do you know why deep breaths help you scientifically no please tell me <laughs> <laughs> so in your autonomic nervous system you could be in mm-hmm. flight or fi- fight or flight survival mode survival mode mm-hmm. and so when you're in like that anxiety and you're feeling it you're in fight or flight but then when you are calming down, so that is your paras- your sympathetic state is fight or flight. Paras- parasympathetic is where you rest and digest. You're calm. Your breathing is better. So if it actually is scientifically proven if you are taking deep breaths, deep heart-based bra- <laughs> breathing will actually help you. So if mm-hmm. you take a few minutes and you are breathing deeply into your heart, you are switching nervous systems. Hmm. I love that. That makes sense. I even feel like calmer now. Yeah, That's but cool. if you take a few <laughs> minutes, like every yeah. morning or when you're, you know, you're feeling anxiety or upset, like anyone can do it. Just close your eyes and deep breathe deeply into mm-hmm. your heart. I don't know why I keep switching the two words. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, how, well, again, going back to your story, like for, sh- for sure people go check that out. Because I know it's on Amazon. What is the film called? Perception Seeing is Not Believing. Perception is Seeing Not Believing. Perception Seeing is Not Believing. Is Not Believing. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. And then we have a book uh-huh. coming out in the fall. Mm-hmm. And I know the film will uh, will be 
on your website soon. It is on our website. On you your, can buy it now. Yep. Is it powerful-u.com? Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. Yes, powerful-u.com. Um, so go check that out. It, it's really cool. Like it's a different flip on just personal development and like, yeah, I, I enjoyed it completely. Yes. And we have a lot of amazing speakers in there and mm-hmm. we have Bolato, who is the foremost authority on neuroscience. Yeah, that's freaking legit. And perception. Yes. How did you guys, because for me, powerful you came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think I got an ad on Instagram. Well, not nowhere, but well, for, <laughs> it came uh, for from me, somewhere. right. <laughs> but like for me, right. Until like the public eye, it just like, and this huge event and there's so much work that goes into it. But for so real, the event, work. the event was incredible. And that was your first event, right? It was ever like yes. no mini events. No mini yeah, events. You guys hit that right, man. Like that was like incredible. Well, And the funny thing about our first event mm-hmm. is we didn't ever plan on doing an event. Oh, why? Uh-huh. It just wasn't on our radar. We were just going to do films and then an opportunity came up and it was just the right path. So we took it. Hmm. We took it and um, and then we did a second event uh-huh. in L.A. and we're planning our powerful women's event, which will be at the Grand America February 8th. Sweet. Um, will that be streamed for men so we can get secrets? I mean, you and can come. And insight women. M- and men are invited. Oh, sweet. Let's freaking go. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll be there. Um, yeah men can go so how did you support those ladies yeah for real how did you guys i mean there were huge names like mel robbins brendan burchard lewis house jay shetty tom billiu and more yeah what was the process of getting like relationships with those people like how did i assume it was just a lot of like get the ball rolling and momentum but how did that start um james took a lot of those meetings and calls like Mm -hmm. just contacting like some of them have managers some of them don't, you know, and a lot of those relationships we still have today. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love so many speakers. There's so many amazing personal development people that have just the most incredible messages. Mel Robbins has her own TV show now. I mean, she's incredible. Yeah, is that out yet? I think it, is no, it? I think it comes out this fall. That's I know awesome. that it's soon, but I know she's filming. What network it. is it with? I'm not sure. But it's, I think it's with a network, which is crazy. Like, I think it's so cool that personal development has reached that level now mm-hmm. uh, i think it's awesome yeah can you tell your story if um about the if you're feeling it you know for the suicide attempt because i feel like it really hits home just to really understand of like bring us to that heart-centered you want to like, know place. how i got to the hotel room just whatever yeah let's do let's go there so I was in a relationship mm-hmm. that was abusive mm-hmm. and because that's what I thought I deserved. I mean, you're only with the person I believe that you believe that you deserve. And I believed that I deserved. I didn't, I wasn't worth loving. And Which so was... you attract what you are. Mm-hmm. So he was just as broken as I was. And so I left and I lived in another state and it and my attempt to drive home I end up in a hotel room um, but before that I had stopped to the store and I buy hair dye mm-hmm. and makeup and all this like I spent all this money that I didn't have because I had six hundred dollars to my name and I thought I'm either gonna leave with a colored hair and like fresh face and you just or I'm gonna stay in the hotel and I'm gonna die because mm-hmm. I also bought rope and I go to a hotel, 
and I just it's like your own self-talk like you you know you're saying no one's ever loved me no one's ever cared about me this world's a shitty place I Mm -hmm. don't want to be here you know life sucks it's never going to be better and I just I tie myself up because I write well first of all I get down on a piece of paper and I write you know reasons to live reasons to die on a piece of paper you did that I did wow and I had so many reasons to die just so many and I couldn't find one reason to live you didn't I have couldn't one. find one I didn't feel like I had anyone I didn't feel like I was ever gonna have anyone I didn't think I was good enough I mean it's it's your self-talk it's so bad I always beat myself up I always told myself how much I sucked and so it was brutal, really. Mm. It was really brutal. And um, I tied myself up and I let the rope drop and I can feel myself dying. I mean, it's darkness. That's all I can see is darkness and I can feel myself dying. And the next morning I wake up on the hotel floor. And I don't, I mean, the door was locked, the bathroom door was locked. I don't know how I got untied. But I obviously had a purpose or I would have gone, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kills me to know that so many people attempt suicide and manage that. You know? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why are so many people hurting? Why is there so many shootings? Why is there so much hate? Why is there so much abuse out there in the world? Because people are sad. And people are broken and they don't know what to do with themselves. So there's so many people out there that need help. And so I hate when people just say, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, I already said that, but I mean, that brings the point home because that's who I thought I was. I always thought I was going to live in that depression. But you don't have to be that. You You don't have to commit suicide. You know, life can be great if you choose for that. And thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What's for people who are listening that are in that spot. Mm-hmm. Like I can, you know, I can just feel it that yeah. people really do have a purpose. Everyone, Everyone. every single person. Mm-hmm. So if we're in that spot, you're talking about self-talk is huge. Mm-hmm. Do what's, what's one way to start that healing process? Just, and how did you, have you ever actually I'm curious for this did you ever write a list again I did actually and that's actually how I got out of it is one day I thought if you can choose your life why am I choosing this and that's what I think that people need to look at why are you choosing this you're choosing this so I got out a piece of paper and I wrote everything I wanted to become everything I wanted to do everything I wanted in a partner and I wasn't going to settle this time I wasn't because I was like, I deserve love. I deserve respect. And so does everyone. Mm. You know, I think the world needs to stop, you know, worrying about social media and what everyone else is thinking about them. It doesn't matter because they're, they're thinking about what you think of them. And I think that I worried so long and sometimes I still do like what people think of me. I'm like, do you think they like me? Do you? I mean, I get into that and I'm like, 
it doesn't matter because I love and respect myself. And I think that's where, you know, people really need to start is looking at inside. What do you need? You know, what do you want to become? Instead of worrying about, you know, my dad wants me to be this when I grow up or, you know, what makes you happy? What would make you successful? What are your dreams and goals? Are you depressed? Do you need help? You know, there's nothing wrong with going to a therapist or any kind of help out there. I don't care if you get out your phone and you get on YouTube for free. There's personal development out there. There's always something that can help you. And that's different for everyone. But I think people really need to see, like, what is good for them. Hmm. Dang, I love that. Um, Okay, so we do a part in, or we do a segment in the show that's called Scroll My Soul. And what that means is... (laughs) You're right. So it's literally scrolling my soul, but it's from every conversation or podcast. I keep a running list of just ideas or thoughts. Okay. And this one actually came from you. Okay. So it's not quite, I usually randomly scroll through and pick one, but I decided I'm not going to be random today. Okay. Um, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. Mm -hmm. And I've heard this before, but I saw you post it the other day that we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. Can Mm -hmm. you elaborate on that? Well, it's your perception, Mm -hmm. right? Because, so for instance, I always thought I was unlovable. Was that true? No, it's not true. But that's the only thing that my perception could see. I couldn't see a good partner out there. I couldn't see anyone that loved me. It's your perception. It's how you view the world. It's how you view your world, but that doesn't make it the world. Isn't that crazy? Like the world is not real. It's not real. Like it's It's what you believe to be real. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you need to start questioning things. Is it real? Is just, is this, I mean, your beliefs are creating Mm -hmm. your reality. What do you believe about yourself? Change your beliefs. If you can't change your beliefs, like go find some help. Like, find help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. I ask for help all the time. Even from James, like, help me. I need to see this differently. And I often say, like, what was my part in that? If I have something that was, like, an argument or something that's going on, like, what is, I look at your part in it, not the other person, because you can always be a victim, right, Mm -hmm. of someone else. You can always blame someone else for your life, right? You can. But it's when you take responsibility, you're taking your power back because you own your life and you don't give your power to someone else. Boom. All right. So as we come to a close, man, like what else do you, you've already said so much, like I can feel like the heart just, yeah, like so much love. What else? Like, is there anything that you're feeling that you want the world to hear right now? Anyone Um, out there? I think that sometimes when you think the world is dark, it really isn't. There's always something you can be grateful for. You know, you can look at the world with fresh eyes when you start changing your beliefs and your mindset. And life can be great. You don't have to be sad. You don't have to be depressed. I mean, there's so many people out there. Um, You know, I do live with anxiety, but... I'm always stepping out of that. I'm always looking at that. I'm always growing and I never want to stop. 
and that's normal too i feel like we feel like anxiety or depression Mm -hmm. or anger or whatever it is is like bad it's like no like everyone feels it Mm -hmm. like it's a normal emotion you're gonna feel the highs and lows of a Mm -hmm. human experience like that's what it is of course no one's perfect no one's perfect and i love how just you keep it's a practice right you're gonna keep practicing Mm -hmm. or whether it's you want to have a sad day and it's like nope we're gonna practice not to have a sad day Mm -hmm. um yeah like for real this has been incredible powerful thank you for sharing i really appreciate it thank you for coming thank you for having me on your show you you you're very welcome it's my honor and for real thank you for your vulnerability it is it is power it is strength thank you adios All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Steph as much as I did. For real, it was incredibly powerful. So play it back again. Share some love. Go follow Steph and Powerful You and James as well. So this week's challenge is inspired by Powerful You. We want you to write down what you want. Just like Steph described in the interview, to get out of that deep, deep funk, just more than a funk, that incredible depression, she had to write down a list of what did she want. So write down your dreams, write down what you want. It's crazy because 97% of adults do not write down their goals. That is insane. So I encourage you to make a list of what you want, whether it's in a partner, your life, your job, your family, your health, etc. Whatever it is, we need to write it down for like, we need to write down what we want for it to become real, to manifest it, to see it, to connect the left and the right brain. So go write down what you want, and if you know it, I would love to hear from you. So Instagram, Facebook, fire it up. Let me know. Write down what you want. Write down those goals and send them my way because once you complete this challenge, I want to know. I want to support you. Of course, I'm challenging you, and I want to celebrate that with you too. So post it on Facebook or Instagram using hashtag goalink challenge. Tag us in your stories, which is... Our tag is at Golink Group, so go follow us. Go tag me in your stories. Send it to my DMs. I want to support you, just like you're supporting me. And if you don't have social media or you want to remain anonymous, you can use the Golink hotline to report back. So if you still want that form of accountability, use the hotline and call the number 385-626-0525 and follow the instructions. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I really appreciate it. Tune in every single Sunday for new episodes, new challenges. My name is Ben. I love you. Have an amazing week.